Welcome to those that are joining us online. Hey, how awesome is it that we can watch church online? I just want to take a minute to thank and honour Pastor Josh. I know I'm, he's my husband and I'm a little biased, but I watched him throughout COVID write a message, film a message, preach a message, edit it all and get it online week after week so that we can watch church from home. So can we just honour and thank him? Well, my name's Lee, for those that don't know me. We've got two young children, so I'm usually running around with them after church. So I'm sorry if I haven't had a chance to meet you, but that's just the season that I'm in at the moment. But I love it. It's pretty hectic, but <laughs> it's good. Um, the last time I spoke was on Mother's Day to a camera in my kitchen, so it's nice to be speaking to people today, although it doesn't make me any less nervous. <laughs> Well, we've been journeying through a collection of talks on relationships called Make or Break. This is the last week, so I encourage you, if you've missed one, to catch up on Facebook or YouTube. Well, I want to talk this morning on this topic of how to handle heartbreak. How to handle heartbreak. I know that there's a lot of people that have pain this morning, that have pain from a relationship. And remember, we aren't just talking about marriages here. You may have been burnt in business. You may have been rejected by your father. You may have lost a loved one. The reality is we all have relationships we can't avoid. And unfortunately, that means we can't avoid the heartbreak either. The scripture I want to explore today is Proverbs 4, 20 to 27. It says, My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Avoid all perverse talk, Stay away from corrupt speech. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. How do you handle heartbreak? It's difficult, right? So let me pray before we start. God, I thank you this morning that we can gather together. Holy Spirit, I just invite you into this place. I pray, God, for every broken heart this morning that you will bring healing. And God, I pray that you'll filter through me, you'll calm my nerves and just speak to each person in the only way that you can, God. We thank you, we love you, and we worship you. Amen. 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 Well, I feel like I drew the short straw in talking about heartbreak. It's not very inspiring, it's a little bit dark. People don't want to enter those painful places. But if there's one thing I want you to know this morning is that we serve a God that through his mighty power can heal your broken heart. Well, I've had a few broken hearts myself. I love that whenever Josh preach, um, he seems to throw me under the bus. So I love that now I have the mic, I can say whatever I like. Well, Josh broke up with me. We had been officially girlfriend and boyfriend for an epic few weeks and one evening, over text message, he decided that I wasn't the right person for him. I know, right? Who does it over text? <laughs> but lo and behold, two weeks later, he came running back to me, begging me to take him back, telling me it was the biggest mistake of his life. 
And of course, I said yes, and the rest is history. Now, I don't have all morning to tell you stories about Josh, but if you want to know, just come see me after the service. Back to scripture. Proverbs was written by King Solomon. In his time, he was the wisest man in the known world. It's a book full of wisdom, and I think it's wisdom that's relevant to us today. What stands out to me here in Proverbs is verse uh, 23. It says, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. It's pretty clear. Your heart determines the course of your life. Your heart determines the direction of your life. So what does that mean? It means healthy heart, healthy direction, broken heart, broken direction. Turn to the person next to you and say, which direction? (laughs) Healthy heart, healthy direction, broken heart, broken direction. So where does a broken heart take you? So often, a broken heart, it takes us away from God, to alcohol, to other relationships, to sadness, to anger, to isolation, to every place you don't want to be, to every place where the enemy wants you. So how do I keep myself from having a broken heart? You can't. (laughs) Sorry. So the real question, or the better question, how do you heal your broken heart? Today, I have two questions that I believe as we begin to explore, we can learn to guard our hearts and even begin to heal our broken hearts too. Here's the first question. Who are you taking your broken heart to? It must be someone or something. Who are you taking your broken heart to? You know, if I'm being really vulnerable, um, I had a group of girlfriends that I thought would be my forever friends. We had been friends since we were teenagers for over 10 years. We did everything together and shared everything with each other. But when I had my daughter, Piper, motherhood took me on an unexpected journey. She has a chromosome syndrome, so she has high medical needs. And initially, as friends, we just drifted apart. And maybe in the moment, I didn't realize, but I was suffering from a broken heart, from the pain of an unexpected motherhood journey and everything I expected it to be. But the problem came when I began to take that broken heart to these friends. Now, this is no one's fault but mine, really. But I didn't realize at the time that this wasn't the friendship circle that were equipped to handle my heart in this condition. It became toxic for me. Every time I left hanging out with them, I cried. I felt even more alone. It made me feel anxious and desperate to feel like I belonged. The longer I kept hanging on to them to fill this void, the more I left feeling down and disappointed. Now, I had a fractured heart on my hands. None of us were equipped to deal with the messiness, and I was in so much pain from this friendship that had changed. I had no choice but to surrender it to God. I knew in my heart that I had to walk away, and it was so, so hard. You know, if I'm honest, I didn't walk away, and it was fixed. I haven't seen them in two years now, and I'm still grieving this friendship that I desperately wanted. But I chose to surrender it to God and discover that I am made whole by Him and Him alone and not the sum of my relationships. I think we sometimes keep going back to what's causing the pain because it's comfortable. Maybe you're like me and you don't like change. Or maybe we go to these things because it distracts us, at least for a little while. It's numbing. 
But look at what the scripture says. Proverbs 4 tells us to look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. I think Solomon had some idea of our temptation to get distracted by substances, by people. Maybe for you, maybe it's a job you've been in for so long, but you know God is calling you to something else. Maybe it's a relationship that you keep going back to, but you know that it's toxic. Maybe it's something else. Maybe only you know what it is that you go to. I'm not giving you a license to leave your friendships this morning. Please don't hear me wrong. I'm just saying that it took me a long time to realize that I wasn't approaching any of this from a place of wholeness. I hadn't really sought God in all of this. I got sidetracked. I believe we can find healing in community and through others, but never by excluding God from the relationship too. So let me ask you again, who are you taking your broken heart to? Our God wants all the pieces of your broken heart. The old saying, who you hang around is who you become. It's not just a saying, it's a truth. You need to check your circle. And I'm not answering these questions for you. I'm just saying that Jesus needs to be a part of the circle. Your heart, it determines the direction of your life. When your car is broken down, you don't take it to the plumber. You take it to the mechanic to fix it. Who are you taking your broken heart to? Do you trust to choose God, choose to trust God with the broken pieces? My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. The second question I want to ask is what are you filling your broken heart with? Let me read that scripture again. My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Everyone say the whole body. For they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. What are you filling your broken heart with? I think there's four common things in today's society that people fill their heart with. I'm going to call them the four S's. Sex, social media, your success, and what people say about you. What happens when we fill it with these things? We either get some sort of temporary relief or it simply causes more pain. I know for me, um, every time I looked on social media and saw what this group of friends were up to that I had to separate from, it would bring up so much sadness and pain. Yet there I would find myself scrolling and scrolling. We are talking about healing broken hearts this morning. And I love how clear the writer of Proverbs is. What happens when we fill our brokenness with God's word? We find number one, life, and not only life, but healing to our whole body. God's word brings healing. God's word brings peace. It brings life and it directs us on God's path. Remember verse 27, don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. Don't get sidetracked by social media. Don't get sidetracked by your success. Don't get sidetracked by temporary intimacy and sex. And don't get sidetracked by what people say about you. Just like we said when we don't take our car to the plumber. When your car is empty, it only needs petrol. It needs filling up to keep going. And it's the same with your heart. 
Imagine if you started filling it with God's promises over your life. Imagine if you started reading one scripture over yourself. Imagine if you chose to surrender your heart completely to Jesus. Imagine if your source of healing and wholeness wasn't in a potion or a partner, but our Father who in heaven, who cares about you, who will never let you down, and he loves you unconditionally. Psalm 147.3, he heals the wounds of every shattered heart. If I can invite the band up. You don't have to imagine you can invite him into your life this morning. You can choose to begin to let his word penetrate your heart. I'm not telling you to cut people off or to stop fighting for your relationships. I'm asking you to imagine if you started to take your broken heart to God, to let him guide you on the right path, to start reading scripture and spending time in God's presence. Because I know by his mighty power, he will bring life to your heart and healing to your body. His word promises it. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them. Penetrate means to pierce through, to break through, to enter into those painful places. And his word, not social media, not sex, not success, and not what people say, but his word will bring life over your heart as you guard it. His word that says he has armed you with strength for the battle. His word that says as you lay down and sleep, you will wake up in safety for the Lord is watching over you. His word that says when doubts fill your mind, his comfort will give you renewed hope and cheer. His word that says the Lord our God will personally go ahead of you. His word that says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. This week, I want to encourage you just to spend five minutes each day in God's presence. Read a scripture out loud. Choose to surrender your broken heart. He will show you the direction to take. And the direction will look different for each person. Your heart will determine the direction of your life. Broken heart, broken direction, whole heart, healed heart, healthy heart, holy direction. Would you stand to your feet? I'm going to pray for you in a moment and we're going to go into a final song. You know, I know this message will have stirred a lot of emotion in people. I know there's a lot of people that are hurting. And I'm sorry that your heart is breaking. It's not fair. Pain is not fair. But I know that when we surrender to God, that that is the better way. And maybe it doesn't take the pain away. Maybe it'll still be there. And maybe you didn't get a choice in your broken heart. But you have a choice to surrender. And that's the first step. And it's a process, right? And you'll have to keep surrendering and keep surrendering. But God is with you. Let me pray for you. Thank you, God, that you are our healer. As we surrender our broken hearts to you this morning, Lord, bring healing. Father, I ask in your mighty name to bring life to those that are lost. Bring direction to those that seek it. We know your plans are far greater than the pain that they are in right now. I wish there didn't have to be pain, God. But I know through our pain, when we give it to you, you are with us. 
You are our perfect peace. Pour out your peace. And as we choose to surrender all the pieces of our hearts to you, you will bring healing. We love you, Jesus, and we just honor you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship together.